Welcome to Queer Talk. Um, today we're speaking to Mandy Simnyango, a feminine homosexual man about his life journey on how he came to understand and accept his identity. Mandy C, welcome to Queer Talk and thank you for making time to have a chat with me. Um, thank you for having me. And just a quick correction, it's Mandy So, not Mandy C. <laughs> oh, Mandy So, my apologies. <laughs> yes, yes. But thank you for having me. Talk to me about your childhood, Mandy. So what kind of environment did you grow up in? Okay, so I grew up in a very, I, would, I wouldn't say completely accepting environment, but at the same time, it wasn't really a not so ex, ex, like accepting environment. Um, at home where I grew up, um, I grew up with my two brothers um, who, are, who are older than me and I always had people around me who were very accepting of me being different, you know, uh, because I always knew that when I was young I was very, very different without putting a label to me being different. So at home it was never an issue um, growing up, but the moment I would step outside of my home, like in my neighborhood and that sort of thing, it would be a very different, it would be a very different case. You know what I mean? So people outside of my home were, I could say not so open to the idea of me being very different. Did you have to act a certain way when you went outside of your house? Oh, I definitely, 100%. Um, I always felt like because I have two older brothers and there was no there was no um, girls in the house, um, I felt like I needed to act how my brothers acted in order for me to feel accepted by my peers and by people in school or just like people from my neighborhood. You know, so I always felt the pressure of having to... Um, change myself, change how I act, change how I speak and just do things that I'm not even comfortable with, like in terms of like playing with boy stuff and that sort of thing. So I definitely had to change a lot um, about myself in order to fit in. Yeah. Was there ever a point that you were confused about who you were whilst you were growing? <laughs> oh, 100, like 100%, 100%. Um, I think the fact that I knew that I was, I knew I was different, um, was very confusing. Okay. And mm -hmm. the fact that I liked boys, um, compared to my friends who like girls was very, very confusing. You know, it was very confusing. I think specifically if I were to pinpoint a time when all this confusion was just like a lot, was around grade five, grade five, six or seven, you know, when I started yeah. having like feelings, you know, for boys who look just like me, you know what I mean? So th I think that was a very confusing time for me. Did you ever encounter any bullying while you were at school? because you were different? Uh, definitely. Um, I, I definitely did. Um, I think I, 
I started experiencing a lot of bullying when I got to high school because in primary school, um, not so much, not so much in primary school. But I remember when I got to high school, um, I always say that high school was like the worst time of my life. And it's definitely because of the bullying. I remember getting to high school and all the older boys who were like in the upper grades, like your grade 10 to matric, um, always picked on me. Um, they always found something different about me to to talk about or just to to point out. And for me, being a feminine gay boy, it was very, very hard. And also another thing that added to the bullying was the fact that I was one of the few boys in the whole entire school that was a ballet dancer. You know what I mean? So here mm. is this black gay boy who's also a ballet dancer, which gave them even more reason to pick on me. You, you know just I mean? gave them ammunition after ammunition. It gave them a whole lot of ammunition. So they always had something to talk about or something to just like throw at me or reason to push me around. It was awful. It was really, really awful. But just like most other gay people out there, it's definitely happened to me. Yeah. At what point did you accept that this was you? This was how you were, that you were homosexual? Through, I think throughout high school, all of that bullying and all of that being pushed around taught me a lot. Like, as much as they were busy pushing me around, they were giving me strength for wh whatever was ahead of, like, whatever was going to go on, in, like, whatever was going to happen later on in my life. So I think when I reached the age of 16, 17, at that point, I was so comfortable in this person that I was. I had also made friendships in high school with people whom were very accepting of the person that I am. You know, I had made friends. I, I learned how to stand tall. Um, I learned how to answer back at these bullies. So at that point of being 16, 17, that was when I was like, actually, I do have these feelings for boys. This is not something that I'm particularly ashamed of. And this is not something that I want to change. This is something that I actually want to get used to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I started accepting myself. And through my dancing and through everything that I was doing in my life, I started meeting other people who were just like me. And it would affirm, it would be like such an like affirmed to me that I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? Mm. So I I became more confident in who I was. I became more confident in, in the way that I was behaving because I was like I've always been this soft-spoken, feminine, girly type of person. You know what I mean? Mm. So I gained a lot of confidence around that age of 16, 17. Do you think South Africa is a in general? is accepting of feminine homosexual. In your opinion, Do I think South Africa is accepting of, of feminine homosexuals? Yes. Hell no, they are not. Why our is country, that? Our country... Um, I don't know why is that, to be honest with you. But I definitely think that it is not accepting to... It's not accepting... Um, feminine gay people because one it starts with 
it starts with the gay community itself. You know what I mean? Um, gay people, homosexual people, queer people um, will shame other gay people just because they are feminine. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, there is this thing that goes around that, oh no, if you're feminine, you want to be a woman or if you're feminine you're trying to be a girl or you're trying to act like a girl you know what I mean so within our own community we are not accepting of other feminine gay people so how do we then expect um, heterosexual people to be accepting of, 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 of feminine gay people because what we are putting out there um, to heterosexual people is what they are going to use against us because you find that it's Definitely. now straight people, heterosexual people who are going, oh no, um, I can hang out with gay people, but I just don't like to hang out with a feminine gay person. Do you understand? Yeah. And that is very, very hurtful because one, I'm gay uh, or my level of queerness or my level of gayness is not determined by how masculine I am or by how feminine I am. That should not matter. You know what I mean? We are being very homophobic ourselves. So our country is definitely not accepting. Our own gay people aren't very accepting. We can't expect the country to be accepting if we aren't ex- like very accepting ourselves. Are there spaces in general that you ever feel unwelcomed or even afraid to go into because you are a feminine homosexual? I mean, it does happen where you find yourself in spaces where people will side-eye you. You know what I mean? Um, For me personally, being in public is always an issue all the time. I mean, I'm very comfortable now with myself. You know, I don't let anybody get to me. But there's always that thing in my mind that when I'm in public, there is there's always somebody or there's, there's always some people that are going to make you feel uncomfortable just because of the, just because of the way that I am. The um, snickering in the background. Pardon? I was saying the snickerings in the background and the side eyes. Yeah, all the time. You get into public transport, you're walking into a mall, you are at a shop and at, at the counter paying for something, you're at a supermarket, there's always that level of if I act my full 100% authentic self, somebody is going to have an issue about it. Somebody is either going to stare at you. Somebody is going to say something behind your back. And that's obviously going to make me uncomfortable. So in every in every space, I just have to be careful. You know what I mean? I, I have to think of what the other person is going to think. I have to think of, am I making anybody uncomfortable? You know, Mm. Um, so definitely in public spaces, uh, public transport, going out to restaurants, everywhere. I think it's particularly harder for feminine gay guys because one, obviously we stand out, you know, Mm. Um, somebody's going to have an opinion, somebody's going to have a comment, which is not always a nice comment or a nice opinion about us so you just always have to look over your shoulder you just always have to to be aware Hmm. of of yourself and like in what whatever space that you're in speaking of being in public using public bathroom 
thoughts? Have you ever been harassed or have you ever encountered any hardships while being in a public bathroom? In a public bathroom, I never say I've, I've been harassed, uh, like like physically, you know. But um, if I can just mention that, I remember in school, specifically high school, the boys never liked it when I was in the bathroom. You know, they'll always they they would always have a comment of actually your toilet is on the other side, you know, stuff like that, like nasty stuff like that. And obviously that was really, really hurtful. And I would just opt to go use another bathroom because I wouldn't be, I would not feel comfortable in being in that space with them. But in a public bathroom, I've never been, I've never been harassed, but I don't know if it's just myself, but I've entered bathrooms, let's say at a restaurant or mall or, or wherever, and you would go do your business but the person that would be already there would would give you like would give you a look as if you are not meant to be there do you know what i mean like, and you would then opt to go use a, um a cubicle because that's where you're going to be in a private space you know what i mean instead of just going where all the other guys are going to be like doing their business so people guys do give you stares in the in 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 public bathrooms i've i've seen it i've experienced it and they just like hide away it's like oh no a, a feminine gay person is in this bathroom now they're going to try to look at me they're going to try to look at my my penis or whatever the case is i've never been harassed but i've felt some sort of bad energy when i've entered a public bathroom there's always been a vibe, but never anything physical. There's always a vibe. There's always a vibe. Like, if, if you find an empty bathroom, you're like, oh, thank God, there's nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you so ever you been know. a victim of hate crime at all? I have. I have. I, I was a victim of a hate crime last year to 2020. Um, in February, where I was in a situation that ended really, really badly. Mm. I had gone out. I was in Cape Town visiting some friends. Um, I had gone out with other friends while I was there um, to a very popular um, Sunday chilling place club kind of place mm. um i don't know if i should mention the name of the place it's all up to you um yeah i went to rands <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was at rands with some friends last but you know what i'm thinking um, and it's it's high time we named and shape because yeah definitely. if we, if we don't name the species, kind of thing. then there are going to be other people who are going to experience what you've experienced so I mean, on. I agree with you because mm-hmm. because we need to shine a light in uh, on these things that happen in these spaces. So I had gone gone to runs with some friends, and then um, if you know the scene in Cape Town, after runs usually you go to another popular spot which is called Ace. So yes. um, once we got to the second spot now, which is called Ace, it was a vibe. It was great. 
I went to go buy cigarettes outside at the lady. There was a lady. There's a lady that sells cigarettes outside in the stand. Um, bought my cigarettes. Um, I liked my cigarette, and I'm busy standing outside, minding my own business, and I'm smoking. And a guy came up to me, and we started talking. And because I've had a few drinks, you know, and maybe I should, maybe I had a lot of drinks, but I was out. I was having a good time. I was allowed to have as many drinks as I want. Um, we started talking. We started talking. We started talking. To be honest with you, I don't remember what the conversation was about. But in us having a conversation, we then went to his car. We stood outside the car for a while, and. I the car was was parked a bit further from the entrance of the place, so there was less people where we were, where we were having our conversation. Um, I thought that this guy was hitting on me, okay, because it seemed like he was at the time. Little did I know what was about to happen. Hmm. Um, as we were busy talking and getting acquainted, um, getting more comfortable with one another. We were now further from the people, further from public, you know, further from anyone seeing us. Um, two other guys came out of nowhere, okay, mm. and the one that they came out of nowhere and held me from behind. The one that I was talking to told me not to scream, okay. He held, he like he held my mouth and told me not to scream, otherwise they're going to hurt me. So at this moment, they're busy taking my phone from my pocket. I'm getting robbed and I'm being pulled away further and further and further and further away. And I was like, they started punching me. I legit like had like a blackout of some sort for a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> I was on the ground. My phone was gone. My wallet was gone. And these niggas had disappeared. So I was, pun- I think I was punched really, really bad that I literally blacked out in the sand and woke up like a few minutes later and I was just like, my shoes also were gone actually. So yes, I've been a victim of a hate crime and I think I was an easy target because one, I was gay and number two, I was a feminine person. Like I am a, like a feminine gay person whom they deemed as an easy target. An easy target, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Did you report it? I did. Um, immediately, actually, to be honest. Immediately after I managed to find my friends, <gasps> shoeless in the curb, <laughs> <laughs> um, we went to a police station because we just wanted to leave immediately after that, after that mm-hmm. incident happened. We went to a nearby police station in Kailicha, for which we were never helped. We, we we never got any sort of help. From the moment I explained to the police people what was what had happened, I was bombarded with questions of how did this happen? Um, how much did you drink? Do you know these people? You know what I mean? I felt like the, the you're a victim. You don't know this people. person. You just. Exactly. And I felt like the kind of questions that the police guys were coming at me with was totally unnecessary and didn't make any sense why they needed all that information. I'm here to report a crime and yet 
you are making this you are making me feel as if that this is my fault mm. you know what i mean as if i had this coming and the reason why i didn't care to answer their questions anymore because i felt like i'm just going to be wasting my time i'm a bit traumatized right now and you clearly seem like Not you don't making want to it help better, yeah. yeah like you clearly don't want to do your job and i ended up telling my friends actually you know what friends let's just leave this police station and let's just like get the hell out of here and forget this ever happened and hopefully it just like doesn't happen ever again i'm sorry you had to go through that again um what's the mm, one yeah. thing you feel most people don't understand about being feminine and being homosexual i think people don't understand that one you don't choose to be gay right like nobody chooses to be gay and two there are so many different types of people in the world you know what i mean you you don't choose to be this way you are who you are because you're born this way you know what i mean and also they don't understand that being feminine does not necessarily mean that i want to be a woman people need to stop thinking that you know that was, that was actually uh, going to be my next question about how do you respond to stereotype questions that you want to be a girl because you are feminine i mean it's cute way it, it's it's cute when somebody's paying you a compliment and they're like girl and then you're like oh thank you girl you know mm-hmm. um it's cute because in that sense it's 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 lighthearted it's meant it's meant <laughs> like it's coming from a good place like it's mm-hmm. very positive you know um but then it's it's a different story now if somebody thinks that oh no this one just wants to be a woman this one just wants to be a girl you know what i mean and they've legit told that they've legit told themselves that um no man that one that one is gay but you know oh oh girl like he's a girl mm-hmm. when in actual fact that is not the case so it's only cute or used to be cute for a certain time now it's like no let's not do that let's educate ourselves better okay let's use the right type of of wording you know let's learn how to call our friends let's learn how to speak to one another let's learn how to address one another in a very respectful way without without um without offending anyone mm-hmm. mandy so in in closing what yeah. pronouns do you identify with and how would you say you identify yourself how do i identify and what pronouns do i identify with yes okay so for me i know the whole pronoun thing is very very it's it's very different for a lot of people uh personally for myself i identify as male as a gay male Okay. So my pronouns would be he. Hmm. He him and yeah. his. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Him. Mandy so uh, share your social media handles with our listeners so they can follow you on the socials. Oh, definitely. Um on Instagram it is mandiso_m, Twitter mandiso_m. Facebook it's Mandisa Onyx Nyango 
and on YouTube it is Mandiso M. Feel free to follow me and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you so much, Mandiso. You've been a sport. It's a pleasure. It was great talking to you. Thank you for inviting me. Cheers.